Today is Monday, March 26, 2012, and this is Radio Wave. Thank you for joining us on tonight's broadcast of Radio Wave. Our host is a friend of Medjugorje, and uh, tonight a uh, friend of Medjugorje is discussing with us the message uh, that we received yesterday through Maria. And for those of you joining us for the very first time, uh, the Virgin Mary began appearing in 1981 to six children, and to this day Our Lady appears still daily to three of those visionaries. And one of those, Maria, receives a message on the 25th of the month, and this is a message which is for to help the conversion of the world. And so that includes uh, each one of us as Our Lady's children. And so tonight, a friend of Michigan will be discussing this message with us. So as we begin this broadcast, we ask you to open your hearts in prayer as we turn Radio Wave over to our host, a friend of Medjugorje. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mary, I wish to have a stronger relationship with you that you be our bond to God the Father. You told us in your last message. We pray for this. We ask of it as little children. Did you show us the Father and his desires for us at this time? Amen. Where was you yesterday? Which would have been in Sunday. Today is the 26th. Yesterday was the 25th at 11.40 Central Time. What time zone were you in at that point? 12.40 Eastern, so forth across the world to the different time zones. I don't know, last year when I spoke in Guam, or a year and a half ago, to be on my knees at apparition time, which I like to do, which we always do here, we had to wake up at 2 in the morning, in the middle of the night. As we crossed Guam, going to seven different churches, speaking after Mass, I told the people what time our lady appeared at. That the Mother of God comes to the world to bless you at that moment. She wants us to wake from our sleep. Because the world is steeped in sin. She wants us to recognize that. And one good way to do that is to be on your knees at that moment. And in the silence of the night, 
throughout Guam. It's a beautiful moment. And some people followed where I was speaking from one church to the next. And as I went, they came up to me afterwards. Well, last night I got up and prayed what you said, what time you're doing this. And so we seeded this across Guam. I don't know how many still are doing it. But I know last time Maria was here, March a year ago, we had 12 to 15 people flew from Guam to here. That's halfway around the world. And some of those said they're still doing this. Why is that significant? It's not significant that we do anything. It's significant that Our Lady comes to the world to bless it. And I want to know, and our community here at Caritas wants to know, that at that sacred moment the Virgin Mary visits the earth, that we were prepared with a proper disposition of hearts, at least to be on our knees. Perhaps we're not praying with the attention we should, but we still reverence that time that she comes to the world. And when the time comes, what she said, August 25th, 1997, soon will come a time you'll omit from my messages how much more so for that moment that she was alive on the earth in her glorified body, looking at every one of her children to bless them. And so this is what she came and did yesterday. What were you doing at that moment? Were you blessed enough to have the sensitivity to realize I should be on, be on my knees, especially it was Sunday. And so Our Lady's words to us yesterday... Our Lady Queen of Peace of Medjugorje's March 25, 2012 Message to the World Dear children, also today, with joy, I desire to give you my motherly blessing and to call you to prayer. May prayer become a need for you to grow more in holiness every day. Work more on your conversion, because you are far away, little children. Thank you for having responded to my call. How is it that Our Lady comes to us and says she's in joy? She's with joy with us. And yet she says, you're so far away. Looks like that would be an occasion for sadness. Looks like that would be an occasion to question what the contradiction. And often Our Lady's messages give a contradictory message in what she says on one point and yet a little negative on the other point. So what does that mean to you? What does it say to you? It can say many things. But with our life, are we incorporating these messages into that so I won't be lamenting for it? Because part of the lamentation will be is that you had the opportunity to make decisions in the present when she was in the time of grace given these messages to alter your future. 
the fact that you do or you don't will be the cause of lamentations if you don't. The consolation and knowing that you put into practice today her messages and fruited them into what results and consequences as a result of that. So Our Lady's words today again, dear children, also today, there is those words, those four words she repeatedly, repeatedly says, dear children, also today, or dear children, today. She wants, she desires, she's imprinting you, she's imploring you to incorporate these messages into life now, today, while you have the opportunity to plant the tree, grow that fruit, and start picking things in your way of life, there'll be a consolation when she no longer is with us. How many poor souls walk haphazardly with Jesus when he walked the earth, or not at all? Like Gamiel, who only later according to the mystics and according to what we know, begin to follow the Christ. Maria Vitorta writes in the poem, Man God, the Gamaliel wouldn't convert until he saw the veil torn, torn in the temple. Once he did, he aged tremendously. What a wonder we have in front of us and does heaven wonder why we haven't reacted? So we have, we have Our Lady with us, and we have this important time that we live in, and yet we forego all these things and the opportunity given to us at this moment. So Our Lady does for us many things. Sometimes we don't know. In 1988, when Our Lady appeared in the field, the first apparition there the only one in the cross of three months was an apparition in which we faced her facing the road and she faced the mountains. It's the only apparition there that she did that. All the resulting apparitions throughout the years from 1988 to March a year ago, 2011, our lady faced the other way. And so Our Lady wants to strengthen you. She wants you through her motherly prayer, or through her prayer, our prayer, to become and grow into holiness. It's a need we have to have that growth. And so what did Our Lady say to us? It's not just words, it's our actions. When we were facing Our Lady with our backs to the mountain, and she was facing the mountain, the mountain behind us, us is called Devil's Hollow. It's been that way for century and a half. Our back was to Satan. She wanted us to look at her, to turn away. To turn away, way away from Satan. And so the next apparitions, once she strengthened us, once she showed us what to do, she then in turn appeared the other direction. And in that direction, we were facing her with the devil behind her back. Her, or rather us, our lady, and the devil behind her. She was between us and the devil. The first time, Satan was behind our back, which is what he does. He's a backstabber. 
And because of that, she had to strengthen us. We had to get our eyes broken from her and go completely toward her and our attention that then we could face her and she'd be the stand guard between us and the devil. So Our Lady says that she wants us to feel the need for prayer. And I would think that that need would be like the same need that we have for food or the same need that we have for sleep. And that if we don't pray, then we grow far away from her, from her son. So why is it that we find it so difficult to pray since it's so vital to our relationship with with Our Lady and with Jesus? Well, we have the struggles with us constantly in conflict with us, with our heart. The mind says one thing, intellectual what we know to do. The heart says another. It's all made of flesh. It wants to follow the flesh. And so man, we mu- as man, we must choose prayer and choose holiness. Because when we do that, that's going to lead us to eternal life and being happy and content. But not just internal life, but in this life. Your mind tells you you must choose prayer. And you must, as I said today, choose holiness. Because a human heart without this longs for the world, longs for the flesh and what it wants. This is a conflict. St. Paul talked about this internal war. He talked about, for I know that good does not dwell in me, that it is in my flesh. The willingness or the willing is ready at hand, but doing the good is not. For I do not do good, I won't, but I do evil, I do not want. St. Paul goes on and says, but I see in my members another principle at war with the law of my mind, taking me captive to the law of sin, that dwells in my members. Thanks be to God through Christ Jesus, our Lord. Therefore, I myself with my mind serve the law of God, but with my flesh, the law of sin. So this internal conflict is there. We're struggling constantly. Our Lady wants us to break that. She wants us to face her, turn our back on Satan, realize what he's done, he's a backstabber, and then place her through our prayers and holiness, walking in conversion between us and the devil. A beautiful thing, a beautiful story I gave here, a story that Our Lady gave here in her actions. I didn't realize that until several years after she left. I was praying out there one day and realized, wow, there's only one time she's faced that mountain in confrontation with the devil. That's why she came here. That's why she came to the bedroom first. But the family... Holly wants to renew the family so the fruits of it may be seen one day, she says. And so this conflict that rages, as St. Paul says, that he's at war with, is within you and the mind of what the messages tell you what to do, but what the heart longs for in of itself of what it would like to do and follow. with the old and in with the new that's what they say those who don't have a clue you're fighting this rain 
you're willing to shine You can't help yourself, but I know you're trying When your heart and your head disagree Then I'll bet if you made them unite There would be such a fight over what they should do with this problem and you don't know how to resolve this conflict Still chasing a dream you're facing the facts The weight of the real No more regrets No looking back The problem too big The tower too high Yes says the heart But no says the mind When your heart and your head Disagree Then I'll bet if you made them unite There would be such a fight Over what they should do with this problem And you don't know how to resolve this conflict I wish this were the part Where I could give you all the answers But the fight continues on the fact of the matter is I'm convinced that we all spend far too much time on the fence Choosing sides, so tell me which is right When your heart and your head disagree, then I'll bet if you made them unite There would be such a fight Over what they should do with this problem And you now do how to resolve this conflict Don't know how to resolve this conflict Tell me how to resolve you resolve it by a lady where said a lady said today, may prayer become a need for you to grow more in holiness every day. Many find themselves in a situation difficult to cope with. Your family, your finances, and your past occupy your time and distract you from fully giving yourself to Our Lady. If you could just stop for just a moment and place yourself in Our Lady's presence, what would you say? How would you unburden your heart? Our Lady says, Give me all your problems and difficulties. 
Would you do that? Can you do that? Medjugorje.com offers you the opportunity to send your petition to be prayed over by the community of Caritas and then placed in the presence of Our Lady Queen of Peace during her apparitions. Medjugorje.com a place of meeting of hearts, a place of peace. Go to medj.com, spelled M-E-J.com, and click on Send Petition. Medjugorje.com, brought to you by Caritas of Birmingham. You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. Just right before the break here, you mentioned uh, the part of Our Lady's message uh, where she said, um, may prayer become a need for you. And it seems Our Lady, of course, in today's or yesterday's message said, I call you to prayer. Our Lady says this a lot. And it seems like you hear a lot of people talking about this call to prayer, and it seems so complicated. And and is that really when Our Lady says, "I call you to prayer"? Of course, Our Lady says, "Prayer works miracles," and many many other things about prayer. But it just seems like the talk about prayer is so complicated. And is this is this the spirit, or is this in the spirit of what Our Lady is really trying to tell us in the message when she says, "I call you to prayer"? Well, there's no sophisticated formulas for prayer. The formula is you have a conversation with God. You talk to her just as your mother. That's what she says. I desire to give you as motherly, or rather give you my motherly blessing. She wants us to understand this with the seriousness. She's really coming as mother of the world because the world's need today for it to grow is a mother. This is her time, she says. And so motherhood is what she's come to foster. The father does not spring forth the child from him. It's from the mother. Everything in this world is changing around is what the Jews had and what they held as far as mother or the woman was very highly esteemed. Motherhood is where the healing will come. And God sends her to show us that both man and woman, because both man and woman were once boys and little girls. And both of them came through the woman. When you come to start something and renew it, you go how things began. And so it was first with Adam, then Eve, but the reverse when Mary came and then Jesus. The first Adam and the second Adam. The first Eve and the second Eve. She's kind of reverse what Eve did. She's the witness. Follow her example. Example. Let her be your tie to God. March 18th, 2012. A short time ago, a couple weeks. I desire to be the bond between you and the Heavenly Father. 
I desire to talk, or rather to take you by the hand and walk with you in this battle against the impure spirit. The mother. The mother is not to be so concerned with the flesh that it is conquering the mind and the heart, or that the mind is not conquering the heart toward the flesh, that it's not looking and seeking eternal life and growing in holiness. This is an important factor. It's not a complicated thing about prayer. It's just conversation with your mother. As you talk to her, you talk to Our Lady. Men and women, both. She desires this conversation. And so we don't have to have something complicated, something so difficult that we can't understand what it is we're supposed to do. We've got to be humble. The world today has a difficult time being humble. In fact, it's not humble. Our lady said pride has come to rule. And everything's geared around this. And we've grown so prideful, we don't even understand the arrogance we have in front of God anymore. And sometimes it's just a mentality and a simple thing. Why do all women say, no matter what the birthday is, that they're 29 once they're past 29? They may be 35. They may be 40, 50. How old are you today? 29. See, that's the wrong thing to say. Well, you need to stay instead, be humble, and say, I'm 70. Because when you say you're 29 and you're 45, and they look at you and say, she's lying. That's a big right liar. She ain't no 29. But if you're humble, you say, oh, I'm 70. They're going to say, wow, you're young to be 70 if you're 45. <laughs> See, we don't think right. We go the wrong way, even though people think it's joking. But this desire of vanity to stay 29, to stay young. Our lady's come to show you want to be beautiful, love. Be humble. You're youthful if you're hum- humble. If you're mean, your age. You become tyrants. And so our lady's come to show man how to live. How to have the new mentalities, how to think. Don't say I'm 29 when I'm 30. Say I'm 70, and people say, wow, look at that 70 girl. She is good looking. <laughs> and so our lady's coming to give these things because we think too much big time. I'm making big time. We want to go big time with this. If I make it this way, it's big. You know, we need to be doing the opposite of big time. Be small time. We speak a lot on metronomics about downsizing. People get that big house, they get mortgaged, they do this, and they realize, this isn't no fun in life no more. I'm enslaved. Instead of being humble and saying, I only make a little bit of money, I'm 70, and start off small. Pride will put you down in the ground, in the dirt. Because so many people have lived beyond their means. And so we have a society that's living the way of life away from God instead of the way of life our ladies calling us to. They're not close to it anymore. And why is that? Because they're far away from God. And let's reverse this. Why are we far away from God? Because we need to work more on our conversion. How do we work more on our conversion? May prayer become 
the need for you to grow more in holiness every day. Work more on your conversion because you're far away, little children. And so go for the go for the the small time. Not the big time. Not 29. Go the reverse. Correct the way you think. Live in humility. Or you'll be much happier. By four lane, yellow dirt road. I'm gonna sit up on a creek bank with a fishing pole. So long shopping mall, can't say I miss you much. I'm gonna spend my dime and a little time on the ones I love. I got a spot picked out on a rural route off the highway 109. Out past the city limits sign. I just hit the small time Hit the small time Goodbye street lights Hello firefly I take my sweet thing on a porch swing on a summer night No more nine to five deadlines or conference calls Gonna trade my suit for some red wing boots and overalls I got my old John Deere and my family here And I've got my peace of mind Don't worry about me, I'll be fine I just hit the small time Hit the small time The evening news or country weekly if you choose you can put it on a big old billboard sign I don't mind I just hit the small time hit the small time I've hit the small time hit the small time Our lady said in her message today, work more on your conversion because you are far away, little children. And I know you've often said there's a distinction when she uses dear children versus little children. There's, little children is much more of an intimate term. And so we could say that she is looking at her little children intimately and saying that we're far away from her and just taking the message sort of on a broader view, looking at the whole, the whole of her children. Uh, my question is, 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 do you think that in, in many of her messages, when she is like the, the general of her army and she's, she's warning of 
she's warning us from message to message where it is that Satan's attacking. On March 18th, she says she's walking with us in the battle against the impure spirit. Today, she says that we're, we're far from her, be, and she's calling us to pray. Um, that, that perhaps there are demons out there that have been set out there just to weaken the resolve for prayer in her people, in her children. That we can take a look at where it is that Satan is, is attacking, and in a general sense, all of her children. You know, I don't know if you get that sense or if that's something you feel well, that's true. It's real subtle as far as Satan's attacking the church. It's not through big things and, and um, the obvious things. That we know that's the devil. It's the distractions that's keeping us from prayer. It's keeping us not being little children. It's we're so busy. Uh, just what Yvonne said uh, May a year ago in Medjugorje at the prayer group when our lady says to not permit access to Satan. We've spoken a lot about that. You have to question yourself, what does that mean? What in my house? And she was speaking in reference to it being in your house. Do not permit access to Satan. So where is that in your life? What is it in your life? And how will that prevent you from prayer? And much more so, these things cause you to not be little children, not to be simple. Our children are real simple as far as being able to just play just with just things that that maybe other children shouldn't be. I know one of our uh, grandchildren was all doing the whole community does the stations across on Fridays. He got this little sweet gum balls that's got spikes on it. And she was just content the whole or at least half of the stations across just playing with this. It wasn't anything, but it's her attention. And so our lady wants our attention as any little child would want that. She's coming sweetly as a mother for that. That might not be an exciting answer. might even be boring in some ways. But if you really want to enjoy life, look how little children are like little kittens. They're fun for us as adults just, just to sit back and watch often because they're always seeing something that's interesting. I know last night one of our grandchildren came up. We was up in our loft in our house and they were playing with a little airplane, about two-inch wide airplane, but this one was a jet, a U.S. Air Force jet cargo plane. had four four engines on it. And we were sitting there, and she came up and says, Papa, this one, this engine right here is for going down, and this is for going up. And so she saw both those four engines, and these over here are to go down, and these to go up. I thought, you know, I would have never thought about that. They're so logical. They see things so straightforward and so simple that if a plane's going to go up by engine, it's got to come down by it. And I was really amazed at that answer. Why physically is not right. She don't have the reason ability to go advanced like we do. And we want to go higher. We want to go big time. She's just simple. She don't know the laws of physics. A plane slows down, it's heavy, it starts falling. Her logic was really on cue. If that engine's going to take that up, then other engine's there to take it down. In a million years, I never thought about that kind of logic. Now, it may not be correct, but it's still the logic of a little child. And that's what I was trying to get to see. The logic of who's coming is a mother. The logic of what she's getting us to imitate. We have often transportation here that's um, 
got to be doled out when the mothers go out because we got limited vehicles. Uh, not everybody's got vehicles, so we kind of go check in. Can we use this car, or which car do I take? And so this is something that's in the community that you wouldn't know that, but we're always teaching children. We don't even realize it. Some of those insignificant things that happen to little children are very impacting. And we don't realize that as adults, what we're teaching. But another one of our granddaughters came up carrying her mother's purse to, the day to, to me. And she says, which car do I take? You know, mimicking her mother. So, okay, you take this car. And I don't even assign the cars here. I don't want to be part of that. But it was beautiful to see little children. And they wants to come to her, us to come to her about everything about everything to God. How will we deal with what we're doing? Where will we go with these things? And so following her requires the requisite of being simple, simple that you can understand it. Our lady in yesterday's message says, uh, work more on your conversion. Now that term work sounds like there's some kind of physical action that you actually have to do in order to make that take place. Um, what do you think Our Lady is, or give us some insight to what Our Lady is saying about this, about working on your conversion? Well, it's no mistake that this is made in spring when Ali says the word grow. There's no mistake that we just heard this song talking about downsizing or small time. You know, what, what do you think when you want a small time? Rule, out, get out of the city limits. Why? Because the other is always reaching higher and higher, higher skyscrapers. The big city. The old song, downtown. When all your miseries are on you, go downtown. You'll, yeah, you'll escape it. You'll follow your heart. Your mind won't like what it's doing, but it won't follow the law of, of God with your mind. It'll follow the law of the flesh. And so when Our Lady says grow, what comes to mind in the spring? Our Lady says, April 10th, 1986, Dear children, I desire to call you to grow in love. That seems reasonable enough. But then she equates that how what she means when she says the word grow. A flower is not able to grow normally without water. So also you dear children are unable to grow without God's blessing. From day to day you need to seek his blessing so you'll grow normally and perform all your actions in union with God. And so our lady says today, or yesterday's message, 25th, March 25th, grow, and she also said need. May prayer become a need for you to grow more in holiness every day. We're to see this in an agrarian sense. We're to equate this to what we toil in the soil or as a flower. That with water does grow normally, without it it doesn't. If it doesn't, you're not growing with God's blessing. Our Lady says yesterday, I desire to give you my motherly blessing and call you to prayer. Do we as Christians lead the world, or are we being led by the world? Compromise has infected the Christian value system. 
we are called by Our Lady to change our life and through that, to change others through our witness to the light. In today's world of technology and traffic jams, it can be difficult to understand how to live biblically. As go God's people, so goes the world. A remarkable writing that will open your eyes to Our Lady's plans to free us from the bondage of things and help us to understand that peace can only be found in a society where love reigns and God is acknowledged. As go God's people, so goes the world. Available on medj.com, spelled M-E-J dot com. And click on MedjMart or call in the U.S. 205-672-2000. You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. I had um, read recently that Mariana had said that March 18th is not uh, significant because it's her birthday, but that there we would find out why March 18th is significant to to Our Lady's apparitions one day. And I read that she she sa- has said that also about her second of the month apparitions. That that also the second of the month that it lands on the second of the month is also significant, something that we'll learn in the future, why it's significant. And um, so look, maybe just because we've just had three messages, boom, 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 right in a row, and looking at that Maria's monthly message started years ago on this 25th, that, that was the highlighted message. We have that message now. Eight days later, we get the second of the month message, and then we have this, you know, three weeks before we get the 25th again. Um, And just physically trying to um, capture the essence of these messages, you have a shorter time for Maria's, in a sense, before you get Mariana's, and then you have this longer period of time. Maybe that's not the way to look at the messages as they come to us. Um... How do you approach yourself in taking in these words of Our Lady as they come to us? Um, Maria's on on the 25th, and then shortly after Mariana's, and then this this stretch before we get another message. In the context of what? Well, just you know, do you have the a difference context? between? Do you have a context? Do you do you superimpose them on each other, or do you? take them separately and just look at them according to the, the world around you? or Well, every battery has a positive on it and a pole, positive pole and then a negative pole. Mariana is more of a negative type message. Uh, Maria, Maria's is more of a positive. She says, and, and she keeps that distinction when she says, thank you for responding to my call for the 25th message, which again, we equate to the, equate to the last verses of the Bible. It'll flow crystal clear from the throne of God as medicine for the nations to heal the world. And we know that's what the 25th message is about. And Mariana's, I lay in that instead of thinking of responding for my call, just to thank you. That's the signature of those messages. And we know those are to bring people to conversion. And there'll be some kind of radical conversion that's going to take place. And through Mariana's, that radical conversion will lead us to come to know the love of God, bringing them into the fold, and walking 
deeper into the foe will be the 25th messages. It's the way to holiness. The other is the call to come to holiness. It's not necessarily the way there. So a lot of fault-finding of Our Lady, if you want to say that, is in the 25th message, or the second of the month message. And so through that, we're going to see the negative of that led to the positive of living it. And both are necessary. You're not going to start your car if you have your negative cable not connected to it, nor your positive. Our Lady is positive, and just like Jesus' ministry for three years was all positive in the beginning. Then he started telling us about some negative things. Oh, yes, he was correcting the way of life, holiness, to his example, but he came, became more severe. And Mariana's messages are more severe. I mean, when she says to a group of people and youth, I was there. No, I wasn't there. I'm just kidding. I was really there. She said, I look at your hearts, and I'm in horror. What is she saying? We're not where we need to be. And so in our 25th messages, even Maria, I think it was February of 2011, is that correct? Where she's the first time ever Maria heard a harsh message. Maria said she was shocked by this. The message was in reference to uh, basically saying the same thing. But she ended up positive, very positive note at the end of that. I'm not certain, but it was that February. Do you remember? I think it was February, it? February 2011 or maybe November 2011. I'm not certain. No, it would be 2010 if it was November. Nevertheless, Maria, I talked to her on the phone after that. She was shocked. I spoke to Maria today. spoke to her a couple of times. And I asked her about the message. Said, Tell me about the message yesterday, Maria. What did our lady, what was she so joyful about? I said, what do you think? I said, well, she says, dear children, also today, with joy. And we've been very busy here working. We've been working really hard. And I didn't stop to think of what yesterday was. She says, it's her feast day. I said, oh, it's Annunciation of Our Lady. So she said, Our Lady was with this. I took it to mean something else, too. And I can apply that as I didn't recognize Annunciation because we've been so hectic. I'm in the middle of writing a book. I'm, I'm really intense on that. I didn't realize it was the Feast of the Annunciation. I applied that joy to another application that you applied this message one year from now, picked in the middle of summer or in the middle of winter, about another joy that maybe you just experienced. It shows the life of the messages. But in the context given yesterday, it was definitely related to that. I said, well, how was she dressed? I said, did she come with angels? She says, no. I said, how was she dressed? She said she had a golden vestments on. Or golden dress, rather, not vestments. Maria describes this gold as really radiating from her body through her gray clothes, which turns it to gold itself. And so it's beautiful. And I, Maria right now is recovering. She needs your prayer from a gallbladder operation. She had gall, gallstones that happened last Monday a week ago, a week, a week from today, backwards. And so what is it when we have somebody who sees the Virgin Mary you can call? We had, I had a request today. I said, would you go before a lady about this? Certainly. And then after in the afternoon, talking to her about something else, after that apparition, I told her about another situation. And she said, yes, this immediately I needed to go pray. I didn't even ask her. She just went into that gear to go to her altar where a lady appears and have this. Yes, it's a privilege to have that gift. It's a great blessing. 
And it's a great gift. We need to realize that when you fall into this life, our lady wants to bring you into that. So you have that gift. She actually gave a message that says, whenever you need me, you know, where she's talking urgently, if you really need me, call me and I will come immediately. Now she doesn't mean she's going to stay all far away from you. Like she told us yesterday, because you're far away. You're in need. You've been a far away. She's wanting to come. That's what a good mother would do. Even if she's disappointed in what you've done, even if she's looked over with horror at our souls, she's ready if you just open your heart to her just a little bit. And so we're supposed to be the people. We're supposed to be the man of her heart. We're supposed to be the mother imitating her. And as a father, we're supposed to give paternal care to our children, more of a motherly care now, that we can become good fathers. So our lady has many things she wants to tell us. Maria and I had a beautiful conversation about several things today. And it becomes unreal because we become accustomed that it comes every day. What is it like to be able to talk to somebody who talks to the Virgin Mary? Talks to heaven. Can you get at your head around that? I don't. I've lost that sensitivity. I have, to, I have to pray to contemplate. When I'm praying and contemplating and thinking about it for an hour, I think, wow, what kind of town do we live in? What else would I want to be? What else world would I want to be or what would I want to do? And that makes it easy to live these messages makes me easy want to have a relationship deeper with Our Lady and battle the flesh and let the mind be the law of God transferred into my heart. How do you do that? Simplicity. How, how do you live simple? Well, there again, go back to the, the, the way of life that Our Lady calls us to. Jesus wasn't, or rather Joseph was a simple carpenter. He just fixed things. So I broke a table, he could fix it. Some widow needs something, he would take care of it. You think he charged everybody? You don't think he did some charity work? He was between two Sundays, Jesus and Our Lady. And yet Jesus was between those two Sundays, Joseph and Mary. They had one life, one big happy Sunday that they lived all the time and walked in that. We're supposed to be living Sunday, keeping the days holy. His eyes, he'll tell us stories And his knuckles show the scars From foreign years of fixing flats Working on cars He believes in me and faithful He says, dance with who you brought One of many pearls of wisdom That roll right off his tongue He says, if you can't feed the hungry Put a smile on an orphan's face don't mean a thing that you know the words to amazing grace and life don't always run like a well-born machine you catch more flies with honey than you do by being mean and anytime you help someone else it all comes back of a man can best be found between Sundays Well he's never made much money but he could always spare a buck for anyone in town down on their luck I saw him working on a van for a single mom who couldn't pay he fixed it up as good as new Sent her on her way. 
says if you can't love your neighbor like you love yourself blow the dust off of that good book won't put him back on the shelf cause life don't always run like a well-oiled machine you catch more flies with honey than you do by being mean And anytime you help someone else It all comes back around And the measure of a man can best be found Between Sundays He's only missed church twice Since 1994 Blood knows what matters most Outside those doors And life don't always run Like a well-honed machine You catch more flies with honey Than you do by being mean And anytime you help someone else It all comes back around And the measure of a man can best be found yeah, the measure of a man can best be found Between Sundays Between Sundays Our Lady said, November 25th, 1996, use every moment and do good. If with your life you give an example and become a sign of God's love, joy will prevail in the hearts of men. Can you imagine that's all we have to do to conquer the world? To conquer all men. To live and have that good example. To go out and fix things. To help people. Our Lady's calling us to this. And so we see people sometimes that we meet and we're nice to. We was at a restaurant, actually. We went to Mass last Saturday night. Several of us went to eat afterwards. There's a country restaurant. And we have the waitress who comes by and she sees one of the grandchildren. She's got a little bus cart with all the dishes on it and brings the food out and then takes the dirty dishes back home. She looks at her and she keeps playing with her and she says... You're just so stinking cute. I could take you home on a bus cart. And so we started laughing, and I thought, boy, this is this would be great for Radio Wave. You're just so stinking cute, I could take you home on a bus cart. I thought, well, our lady have to show me how to do it. So before we got through, she comes off for us dessert. We said, no, we gave that up for Lent. She's oh, I gave up salt. Now, we wouldn't have kissed in a million years. She's Catholic. And so she lived in the next town from where we are. So we started talking. And we never would have had that conversation if we didn't say up front what we were doing, what she's doing. And so a lot of times we aren't, maybe the way we are, courteous to people, we don't open the door to the heart. You know, the Bible verse says, 
do unto others as you would have them undo to you. If you were to translate that in a country way, you'd say, what is done by you is done to you. And so we wonder why we're so miserable, why we have so many difficulties, and what Our Lady's really calling us to do. She wants us to come home, come home as her little children. Every day we go to the rosary. Many of you know that. You've been here. The statue of the field, rain, shine, heat, cold, whatever. But we have a little children that's been raised around the statue now for 25 years. They've grown up to be young men, even married. And yet as little kids played around it. The joy of them gathering around that statue, romping, playing in the innocence, is something beautiful for, us to, beautiful for us to see. And I often look at that statue while these kids are playing and they do something humorous. They do something funny, just like I said earlier, watch, like watching kittens play. That Our Lady must be amused at this. It must be a joy to see her gather her children here in this community gather around that statue, no matter what the weather. Even with the little kids, we always are there. That this can't help but be pleasing through her apparition to look. In fact, we've been with Maria in Medjugorje. And I've asked her, would you ask Our Lady to go bless her back the field? And she's done it. She, she one time did it, and Our Lady smiled when we asked for this. We're halfway around the world. The community's here. A few communities are there. And we ask, would you, Mary, would you bless, Maria asked, would you bless them? And immediately a smile comes across. It delights Our Lady. She likes to see them around there romping and playing while we were praying and watching them romp and play. And so Our Lady's calling us to be her children to come home because we're far away. And what does that mean? It means for us to look at her as mother and become little children. Those lives were mine to love and cherish, to guard and guide along life's way. Oh, God forbid that one should perish, that one it Dear children, 
Use every moment to do good. If with your life you give an example, God's sign of God's love, joy will prevail in your hearts, or rather in the hearts of all men. And so it is. What is done by you is done to you. Don't live far away from Our Lady. She longs to be with you forever as her children. We wish you Our Lady. We love you. Good night.